0: All right, honesty hour. How often do you find yourself completely out of Instagram content with no idea of what to post? We've all been there, scrolling frantically through our camera rolls, trying to figure out what we could share. Well, I've created a system that prevents this panic and that prepares me for weeks of high value Instagram content. And by batch working, I can make this all happen in one day if I need to. Ready to learn how? Keep on listening to learn how I strategize, plan and create my Instagram content and how you can do it too. Welcome to the Creator Club Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club Podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram creating on YouTube, trying TikTok, or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and that community is more important than competition, this club is open to everyone. Come and join us. All right. So let's talk about my system for creating Instagram content. Honestly, as my business has continued to grow and I seem to just continue to get more busy, like right when I think I'm as busy as I possibly can be, more stuff falls on my plate. And throughout this complete busyness, I have had to learn to create systems and strategies to make stuff happen in a short amount of time. Gone are the days of just thinking, oh, I'll post to Instagram today. What should I write? What should the photo be? And instead I sit down with an intentionally planned out amount of time where I am going to figure out how I can best serve my audience over the next week or two weeks, then I'm going to select the photos or maybe even take the photos and write the captions. So this is the system that I've created for Instagram content creation that I'm going to dive into in just a second. But I just wanted to note these are the kind of systems that I have in place all across my business so that I can be efficient and get as much done as possible. So if you're interested in the whole system thing and how you can create more efficient ways of getting your work done, then definitely let me know because I could make other episodes about my other kinds of batch working systems as well. So that being said, let's dive in to this eight step system that I've created for creating a week or a month or however much Instagram content you want in one day. Number one, Use the Instagram content matrix. So if you've been following me for any amount of time at all, you've probably heard me talk about my Instagram content matrix, because this has been like life-changing for me when it comes to brainstorming content. So over the past year or so, as I started to realize the importance of creating content that really provides value and serves my audience, and I sort of realized the three main ways of doing that, which I always talk about, which is encourage, entertain, and educate, I came up with the idea of the Instagram content matrix because it allows me to brainstorm different kinds of posts in the different subcategories of content that I like to talk about and in different ways of serving people. So I'm going to try to explain what this matrix looks like to you right now over audio, but I know it's sometimes hard to visualize for people. So I'll just let you know, you can actually download this same chart for free and, and fill it out online. If you go to katiestecklead.com calendar, it's attached to this document that I created for Instagram content calendar, and it includes this brainstorming tool. So basically what the Instagram content matrix looks like is it is a three by three grid. So there's nine boxes and along the top, the three different columns are labeled with my three main categories or subcategories of content that I like to talk about. So for the sake of simplicity, we'll just talk about this being three different areas, but know that you could have like, you know, four or five or whatever different content buckets that you post about in a given week. So let's just say for this example that I have three, and maybe it's Instagram and social media tips, and then another one is like entrepreneurship, and another one is like confidence and, you know, self-love, body positivity. So those are like the three areas that I like to talk about. Then along the rows of this nine by nine grid, the first row is encourage, the second one is educate, and the third is entertain. And so what this matrix allows me to do is brainstorm different content ideas, because the very first stage of this system is just brainstorming the ideas, coming up with concepts for the content. And this allows me to organize it in a way that ensures that I am going to be speaking to all these different content areas that I like to talk about and doing it in different ways that serve different kinds of people. So I'm going to think about, okay, let's do the first column, Instagram tips, like our social media advice. So the first row, encourage. Okay, how can I encourage people around the topic of social media growth? You know, maybe, Maybe I'll think about, okay, I'll write a post about, you know, how it felt to hit 1k followers. That would be an encouraging story. Okay. So next I'm going to think about how can I entertain people around social media growth? Okay. Well, maybe I could like share a stat or tell a funny story or share an infographic. These are kinds of things that are entertaining, um, but they surround the topic of social media marketing and then education. This is always the easiest one for me because so much of what I do online is education around social media marketing and other topics. So I could brainstorm for days about different educational content pieces about Instagram and social media marketing. So maybe I could make a post about like three strategies to reach 10k followers or five ways to increase your Instagram story views, whatever it might be. Those are the kinds of things that would fall under the educate row. And I'm just going to keep repeating this process for the rest of the boxes as well. So So under entrepreneurship, we're going to have an encouragement box and an entertain box and an educate box and the same with body positivity. So my aim during this first stage of the process is to come up with at least three different ideas in each of these nine boxes. And that way I'm going to have 18 different post ideas already laid out that all I have to do now is take those post ideas, plot them in my calendar. And I have got, you know, a few weeks of content already figured out. So that is why I love to start with the Instagram content matrix, because rather than sitting down and just saying, okay, I need to write an Instagram caption. What's it about? I can take a systematic approach that allows me to think about all the different topics that I usually like to speak to and all the different ways that I like to serve my audience and make sure that I'm creating content that spans across all of those different topics and ways. So once I've filled out my Instagram content matrix and I have all my different ideas in those boxes, and of course you can do more than three or less than three in each of those boxes. It's just a, you know, a ballpark goal. Then we're going to move on to stage two, which is another chart. I think as you get to know me and my systems, you'll know that I really love visually organizing my information and creating lots of tables in Google documents. So this next document part that I have is a chart that has just two columns and as many rows rows I have caption ideas basically. The left side of the chart is where I put the caption and the right side of the chart is where I will type out some different photo or visual ideas. So I will take the idea from my Instagram content matrix. So if we go back to let's say the educational part of the Instagram tips slash social media tips and it's how to get to 10k followers so I'll take that idea I'll put it on the caption side of the chart and then I'll just start writing so I'll think about what I want that headline to be I'll try to start out my caption with something that is really attention grabbing and intriguing so I might say something like stop scrolling haven't made it to 10k followers yet here's three tips how to do it you know something like that um that is going to make people stop pay attention and read the rest of the caption from there i'm going to start actually writing out the caption you know adding in my extra paragraphs my line breaks emojis all that good stuff then when i have the caption pretty much figured out i'm going to start jotting down some notes of what i think the image could be so sometimes, I'll just be totally honest, I will either just find an image that I already have taken, you know, at a recent photo shoot or last time I was out for a walk, you know, when I actually left my house for once and wanted to take a photo of it, and I might just use that photo and connect it with a caption. But sometimes, depending on the type of post I want to make, I might go out of my way to actually shoot a new image that will suit that caption, or I might create a graphic, create like a quote, create an infographic, um, make a doodle, like whatever really makes sense with that content Um, That's what I'll do. So I'll write some notes about what I think that visual should be. Maybe it's even a carousel with like several different images. So I'll note that down there. Then I'll go through and do this for all of my different ideas. So I'll have a ton of captions already pre-written and ideas about what those visuals are going to be alongside them. So this is probably the longest part of the process. I'll just be honest about that. Writing captions does definitely take time. But I think that if you get into a flow state, then you'll be even more efficient about it. And that's why I really like to do it all at once, because once you get in that zone of writing captions, it just becomes easier. Whereas if you're trying to do that on a daily basis, like pop in and out of creative writing zone, it's a lot harder to be efficient with it because it takes you a while to kind of shift gears in your brain to start writing and then to switch back out of that and do something else. So that's just the principle of batch working, right? And I think it's especially true when it comes to creative stuff. So once we have the captions and the photo ideas written down, we're moving on to stage three, which is take the photos or find a photo that works. So this is when we're actually going to execute on those notes that we made about the different visuals. So I'm either going to go through my Lightroom library and pick out some photos from a recent photo shoot or whatever, or I'm going to actually get that camera on a tripod and shoot the images that I think suit those captions. Um, Other ways that I make imagery for my Instagram, um, sometimes I use this app called Procreate on my iPad. So if you've ever seen any like doodles on my Instagram feed, that is how I make them. I might do some like hand lettering word art. Again, I'll do that in Procreate or I might make a basic infographic or just like um, a quote graphic that has text like a font, not actually handwritten. And I I usually make those in Photoshop just because it's really quick. So those are all the different ways that I generate visuals. And um, at this point in the process, this is where I will take the time to do that. And again, this can take quite a while, but it also depends how much you wanna use um, found photographs, like images you've already taken, and how much you wanna go out and actually take photos. So once you've generated all of those visuals, you're going to go on to step number four, which is upload all these images into Later. So again, if you know me at all, you'll know that I'm obsessed with the scheduling platform Later. I use it for Instagram. You can also schedule posts for Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest all in Later. Um, It is just a really great tool, and I've I've worked with Later on several different um, sponsored videos, and I've always been so, so happy to do that because I've been a paying customer of theirs for a very long time, and I really couldn't. Um, make my business work without it um, in terms of scheduling social content for my clients and for myself. So I use later and just as a little like heads up, I'm I'm definitely not being paid to say this. Like I said, I've done two sponsored videos with them. Um, but I do have a link, um, that I can share with you that will actually get you a free month of later premium. And if you go to later.com and sign up, you can get a free month with my code, which is Katie in all caps and then 2020. So Katie two zero two zero. Um, and yeah, this is valid until the end of April of 2020. So just a little heads up. If you do want to try later for free, you can do it with my code. Um, I don't get paid for that or anything, but it does kind of show later that I've got some people that are signing up for the, their program because of me. So, you know, maybe I'll get sponsored by them in the future. So anyway, you can use the code Katie 2020 to get later if you want, or you can just use the free version, whatever, or whatever schedule works for you. But the point is at stage four in the process, I upload my images into later. And once I've got them all in my media library, I am going to move on to number five, which is copy and paste the caption into the caption section of the images on later. So what I'm basically going to do is take each image from my media library click and drag it onto the calendar and then I will pop back over to my google doc where I've got all of my captions written out I'll copy it and then I'll paste it into the section for the caption on later and the really awesome thing about later as well is that it preserves all the line breaks so we all know how annoying it is on instagram when you try to type out a caption and you want to like hit enter and leave a line break to make it easier to read and you just can't do that which is insane to me I don't know why they haven't fixed that yet but later allows you to do that and it makes it super easy so anywhere on a post like a caption and later if you leave a space there then later we'll make sure that space stays there when it goes live on instagram so that brings us to stage six which is finding the right hashtags and then adding them to the first comment. So again, the other awesome thing about later is you can actually schedule the first comment that goes on your post. And I get questions about this a lot. People always wonder, Oh, like, can I put my hashtags in the comments? Does it have to go in the caption? Like, where will it work better? I want to make sure that I get as much reach as possible. So, Pretty much, it doesn't matter. I'll just be honest about that. You can put it in uh, the first comment, you can put it in the caption, and it will work the same way. The only disadvantage that the first comment used to have over the caption is that basically time, right? Like it took you a little bit of time to copy and paste your captions into the first comment. Meanwhile, if you would have just put them in the caption, they would have already been on there and your photo would have been in those hashtags. However, with later, you can schedule the first comment so that it will go live immediately after the post goes live. And it also just one less thing on your to-do list. So you can do this if you have an image that is just like a single image, because then you can auto publish it. Um, because without getting too technical, basically the way like the Instagram API works, like scheduling tools can only schedule an individual image. Um, they can't schedule a carousel. So if you do post a carousel, um, or like an album of images, you will get a notification to your phone from the later mobile app. And it'll just tell you to, um, basically post it manually, but it it will really help you out. Actually, it makes it more um, convenient because when you click post, it will automatically copy the caption to your keyboard. It'll save those images to the top of your camera roll and it'll open the Instagram app for you. So Makes it super easy and straightforward, but it is just not quite 100% automatic. So all of that little tangent being said, the point is you can add the hashtags either to the first comment or to the caption. My personal recommendation is if you are auto-publishing it, just put it in the first comment because that makes it super clean and tidy and easy, but if you are posting a carousel or you can't auto-publish for whatever reason, then just put it in the caption um, because It's just a little bit more efficient. And if you want to, you can copy and or cut and paste the hashtags out of the caption. Once you get it pasted into Instagram, and then you can just post that content yourself if that is your preference. But personally, the way I do it is just um, if it's an album, I'll leave them in the caption. Because it's easier, and this is all about saving time. That's kind of the point of this entire process is being as efficient as possible um, and just really making this easy on ourselves so that we always have consistent content and we don't have to stress about it. So once we have the caption in there, we've added the right hashtags. Again, if you're auto-publishing in later, you can add a location tag, you can tag other accounts, all that great metadata. Once that's all ready, then you are going to move on to stage seven, which is schedule it for posting. So by default in later, if you want to add a caption to an image, it has to be scheduled. So normally when I get started, I will just be dragging my images anywhere onto the calendar and adding in my captions. And then once I have everything ready, I'm actually going to pop over to what's called the preview tab. And basically this goes from later looking like a calendar to later showing a preview of what your feed would look like. And then what I'll do is actually just click and drag those images around until I'm happy with what the final grid looks like. I will just say this while we're talking about the grid. I don't think that grid aesthetic needs to be your number one priority. I think actually people get a little bit too stressed about that, too focused on that. When in reality, your main priority should be making content that provides value and is engaging for people because most people are actually not going to be visiting your grid. Most people who see your grid are people that are currently deciding whether or not to follow you. And so, yes, you do want to have a good display of what your content looks like on your grid so that people can make an informed decision and so that you can sort of entice people to click that follow button. However, once they follow you, the chances of them going back to your grid to stock it and make sure that every single image looks perfect are very low. So really don't stress yourself out over grid aesthetics and just make sure that you're providing value and creating engaging content. So that brings us to stage eight, the last one in the process, and that is the follow-up. My main piece of advice for you, don't post and ghost. Um, Maybe that's like a lame saying, but you know, you get what I mean. You want to make sure you engage frequently. So what you can do... If you're not getting the notifications from later or whatever scheduling app you use that's telling you, okay, it's time to post. Then what I want you to do is set yourself a timer or a calendar event or whatever it might be to remind yourself when your post is going live. Then when you get that reminder, that means it's time to go in and not only respond to the comments that you're getting on your post, but also go out and engage with people um, in all the different ways you can do that. You know, I've got several videos about engagement strategies, um, and if you want a whole podcast on that, um, you know, we can talk about that too, but the basics are figure out who your ideal follower is, go and figure out where they hang out on Instagram and engage with them there. And you want to make sure that you're doing this regularly. The reason why I bring this up now is because I really don't want the whole batch working and doing all your content at one time thing to be an excuse for you to never engage because it's still very important that you spend time engaging on Instagram. We can't just schedule a whole month of content and then never open the app again as much as that might be good for our mental health. (laughs) I think that it's very important to continue engaging. And I should say that that's a little bit of a joke because you know what? Instagram, it doesn't have to be bad um, for your mental health. You don't have to be always comparing yourself to other people if you think about Instagram as a way of building relationships and becoming friends and not as like a competition for who gets the most likes and followers and all that kind of stuff. So I do want to encourage you to shift your mindset around that. Definitely set healthy boundaries around Instagram. Don't spend all of your day on there. Give yourself like a half an hour to an hour each day. When you're going to go and intentionally engage with people, I think the problems come when it comes to comparison and all of those self-esteem issues when you spend too much time just, like, blankly scrolling through these feeds of, like, beautiful people of unrealistic body types and all that stuff, like – Don't spend your time doing that. Spend your time seeking out real life people that you can actually help with your content and spend time chatting with them and building relationships with them. So whether you set a timer or a calendar event, use your later notification as a reminder. Just make sure that you're getting on the app and you're spending some time engaging with people because that is a very important part of a growth strategy. And you can do it around the same time that your post goes live. Or if it makes more sense for you, you can schedule your post for any time of day that works for your audience and then schedule another time of day for you to go on and engage with people. Just whatever you can do to make sure that you actually get it done That is the most important thing. Don't set yourself unrealistic goals if that means that you're not going to be able to actually fulfill them. So just figure out what works for you and then do it consistently because growth on Instagram is really about providing value and then doing it consistently. So that brings us to the end of my eight-part strategy for planning Instagram content. So I know I titled this episode creating a month of Instagram content in one day. I'll be honest and say that for the most part I'll create like a week of Instagram content in one day, um but really this just Depends on how much time in that one day you want to spend, right? So, to do one week of Instagram content, it might only take me like two hours, but to do a whole month, maybe it actually would take me a whole day. So, anyway, it really depends how much ahead of time you want to plan. These days, it really feels like doing one week at a time makes sense because, like, the world has been changing so rapidly and so randomly that. I'm just a little bit, I would caution you to not do a whole month because something might come up that totally changes the world and then all of your content is irrelevant. So, I mean, I'm sure many of us had that experience at the very beginning of quarantine and stuff. So, just something to keep in mind. I also sometimes feel like doing just a week at a time feels a little bit more personable and relatable and fresh and that kind of thing. And then I don't like literally forget what my caption was about by the time it goes live. Cause it, you know, it's just been a week and not a month, but really at the end of the day, it's about what works for you, what makes sense for your business and your schedule and your lifestyle. Um, so you can definitely modify this schedule, this system to work for you. So I hope you found this helpful. I really want to encourage you to go out there and start batch working your content because not only are you going to be able to serve your audience better and provide better value, but it's also going to be more efficient for you. And yeah, I think you're going to see more growth that way. So thanks so much for listening. And I can't wait to see how you grow on Instagram. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club Podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are send me a DM on Instagram, at Katie Steckley, so we can chat. Do you wanna be part of the official Creator Club? You can join my Insider Squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value-packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you wanna hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.